Welcome to the Breaking Chains podcast, where we are unified in God's word, reaching, teaching, strengthening, and nurturing both those who know Jesus and those who are shackled in bondage, looking for freedom through the blood of Christ. I'm your host, Philip Skeens, and alongside me, my wonderful son and co-host, Daniel Skeens. Welcome back to Breaking Chains and another podcast, episode number five. We are so glad to be back here with another uh, show to share with all of you. And today, we're joined by a co-host is back, who was on the first episode, and now he's back for number five, Daniel. Daniel, it's great to have you back on the show. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing just fine and dandy. Just uh, coming off of a great church service this morning was a great church service for sure. I just want to thank everyone uh, on behalf of the entire Breaking Chains family, just everyone that has listened, subscribed, and everyone that's helping us to support our mission of delivering God's word and showing God's love to as many people as we can reach. Thank you from each and every one of us. Today, we are joined by Jenna Allender. Jenna is a 20-year-old college student at Youngstown State. She plays the guitar, and today I found out that she plays the keyboard uh, at Rush Church. She's in the praise band. She assists when her time permits, uh, also on Wednesday night in the nursery. And it's just a pleasure and a blessing to have you, Jenna, on the show today. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing very well today on this a little rainy, but still beautiful day. It's a great day. It was a great day this morning. Uh, wonderful service in the in the uh, house of the Lord here at Rush, and uh, you know, just the praise band just did an amazing job. Usher, not only ushering in the presence of God, but um, you guys were up there for a long time. Yes, we were. <laughs> but it was it was great, um, Daniel. I just want to say it's great to have you on the podcast. Well, thank you. It's great <laughs> to be here. We are uh, we are uh, thrilled, and um, you've been in church pretty much all of your entire life. Yeah. Um, with your family, when did you feel the calling to to be a part of the praise team? Um, When I was in about sixth grade, I bought my first ukulele because a friend of mine had one and I wanted to be just like her. And I brought it to church one day and the worship leader at the time taught me how to play Oh How He Loves on the ukulele. And he invited me to play before service during prayer time just to play quietly in the background. And that kind of got me slowly introduced into the worship aspect of it. And he helped me to get over a little bit of my stage fright and pr- prayed with me a little bit. And that kind of was the first introduction I had to praise team. That's, that's awesome. The one thing that caught my attention is when I asked you what you wanted from God, um, your answer, your answer to that question was that you want his peace with filling God's love throughout everyday activities. And it was an incredible answer. And I don't think anybody's ever answered it like that Um, but what would you tell someone about God's peace and strength that was having a hard time with just life 
in general? I would tell them that God's peace isn't the same as worldly or flesh peace, which is fleeting and it's temporary, whereas God's peace is the complete calming of both the mind and the spirit and the body. And it's a total faith in what God has in store for us. So when we cast our worries to the Lord, he, we know he will take care of us. That's awesome. So Daniel and Jenna are part of the C2 group uh, that's college and career for young adults. And why don't you two give a little bit of shout out about C2, what C2 is and, and what you guys are doing. Well, C2 is just changed from Thursday nights to Sunday evenings at six. And it's open to anyone from junior, senior year of high school to about 26 years old. We have a soft cap right now on age because just because uh, that's how we like planned it out. But uh, I've recently taken up the role of leading most of the devotionals past few months and it's just a really good group of people it's just a nice group of fellowship where we can all get together and learn and disciple with each other and get to know each other a little better so and for anybody that listened to um the podcast week before last with delaney and robert all the noise in the background that was there was the c2 group because they were having a really good time with pizza down at the down in the other room so they had a really good time but it's really it's awesome to see what you guys are doing in c2 and just to have a place for for this age group of college and career um, focused young adults to have a place to go and fellowship and share in God's love and all of God's joys. And uh, I think it's just a blessing to have here at the church. So with that in mind, Thanksgiving just came and gone. Four days ago, um, it's crazy that we're staring at December in just a few days. But Thanksgiving and Turkey Day, Jenna, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was very nice. It was very busy. I had two in one day, but I got to see a lot of family members that I don't usually get to see. So it was a very nice, very nice day. Did you eat a lot? I actually did pretty good this year with not overstuffing myself. So I felt I felt pretty good after. Do you like turkey? I don't really like turkey. I'm a big fan of the corn and mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was funny. We had a, uh, we went to church. Um, we went, traveled home to West Virginia, went to church on Wednesday night and they did a it was kind of a, it was a uh, communion service and they did a some skits of the kids and they was asking the kids what they were thankful for in the video and most of the kids mashed potatoes favorite <laughs> food they can't go wrong with mashed potatoes Daniel the not so mashed potato lover um, how was your Thanksgiving uh quite busy and quite tiring but it was all around very good uh, as you said we went home for Thanksgiving in West Virginia and got to spend a much needed uh, visit with uh, my grandparents and good fellowship with family 
it was a great time. And that's the first time that we had got to go home since all this COVID pandemic started. So it's been three years. It was really good to go back home and, and see everybody and just share in, in family love. So a couple announcements, quick announcements, and then we are going to get into uh, some good stuff today. I believe that uh, when we start talking about the the show, but Daniel, Friday night breaking chains, tell us about it. Uh, Friday meetups for breaking chains will resume next week on December second at six p.m. at Rush Church. And if you don't know where that's at, you can go to uh, breakingchains.me, get the go to the events page and see where we're at. You can also go to rush.church for the for the Rush Church website and find the address on there. Rush service Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. is uh, 9 a.m. if you want to be a part of the uh, Rooted Bible Study class. And we've just been having a great time. And like we said in the beginning of this show, the service again today, it's just that continued week after week after week. It's just been fantastic with what God's doing at Rush and all the people here. But today's show, we're going to be talking about uh, what the holiday season means with Thanksgiving over now, all the turkeys gone and Black Friday mania and Cyber Monday's coming tomorrow. But, you know, the holidays are here. And in that holiday, we have a pretty special uh, theme today and probably from now on each podcast until Christmas about the holiday season and what really is the true reason for the season. But, um, you know, before we look at today's word, what does Christmas mean to you, Daniel? Well, at the bottom line of it, it's the birth of, birth of Christ and you know, you get to spend time with the people you love and good fellowshipping and it's about being just celebration of Christ and having him. Well said, Jenna. Um, to me, the same answer, but Christmas is a time for love. It's getting together and fellowshipping with friends and family, but more importantly, it's a time that we can remember and appreciate the greatest love of all, which comes from God. And we, we only know how to love because of God. So to me, Christmas is a day to not only remember that the love he shared to us through his son, Jesus Christ, but to share it with other people as well. Yeah. And I kind of shadow that. And to me, it's all about the love and a giving spirit. You know, as kids, we all love to get and receive. But as we grow older, and I'm a whole lot older than both of you, probably both of you put together almost, but um, no, not almost. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, you know, giving to those loved ones or friends or to people that can't get it any other way is just a blessing um, that really is special this time of year. And God had the biggest giving spirit of all when he gave us his son through an immaculate birth from a virgin mother. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Christmas was, you know, 
When I was young, before Christmas was so commercialized, it was just such a time of peace. It was, you know, it really brought the family together. There was a gentleness about the season and holiday. We didn't have Black Friday. We didn't have Cyber Monday. It was just really Thanksgiving, and that really kind of started the, the Christmas season. And people traveled a long way, you know, by car, mostly because flights were very pricey and not very attainable back then. But they did it just to be together uh, for Christmas. And Christmas always had a way to bring people closer that maybe had drifted apart through the year. You know, that Christmas was a special time where everybody came back together. So Christmas is love and peace from our Heavenly Father. It's the birth date of our Savior, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. He loves you and me more than any of us could ever love him back. And there's a lot of comfort in that. Anything to add on that? No, I think you uh, got a pretty good touch on what Christmas is. So with that in mind, let's look and see what the Word teaches about the holiday season, and especially Christmas, as we prepare to celebrate one of the most glorious days in the history of history, the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we're going to be looking today at uh, Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7 particularly. And I'm going to ask Jenna, would you care to read that? Sure. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of the heavens, heaven's armies will make this happen. She did that so much gracefully then. I could do it. <laughs> uh, so those two verses of scripture is the the prophecy. And what really caught my mind is, so Isaiah prophesied in chapter 7 that uh, about Jesus. But this scripture particularly says, for a child is born to us. So it's saying, he's saying it like it's already happened when he prophesied it. And that's what caught my mind uh, and really caught my attention reading through this um, as we was preparing for the, for the show. Uh, what sticks out to me is that he is the Prince of Peace and like Jenna stated in uh, earlier, is that his peace is not like fleshly peace, and it's a way above what we could comprehend. Yeah, it's, you know, when we look at that, the child is born to us. That son is given, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And he's going to have dominion over all, really, is what that next verse says. And um, it kind of just gives me chill bumps to think that when we talk about the Bible 
and there's a lot of people that argue against the Bible and it can't be it's not real this was prophesied many years before the birth of Christ and the birth of Christ was the prophecy fulfilled and the reason for Christmas you know is what we celebrate the birth of Jesus on December 25th and it's just a, a totally special uh, special day and like I said it's the most special day in history of history um, the birth because he couldn't have been resurrected until he was birthed so what do you think I think that's very fitting with the the whole point of Christmas even non-Christians who celebrate they think of Christmas they think of gift giving as you said earlier but the greatest gift we have ever been given was when God gave us his son and he had this whole plan like he does for all of us he had this plan for Jesus when he was born and that is the reason we celebrate Christmas Yes, for sure. You know, the prophecy um, here in chapter 9 is that there is one coming, and with him there are coming promises. And chapter 9 is kind of broken down in, in three parts, um, but these two really is the prophecy fulfilled. But there's some gracious promises coming to us that's already been given because it says a child is born to us. And with this birth is these promises. And it's a promise of light. You know, in John 8, 12, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. So the people living without the gospel, they all walk in darkness. And without the birth of Christ, there's no light. And uh, interesting that Matthew Henry states, when the gospel comes to any place, to any soul, light comes, a great light, which will shine in that person. And that light is one of the promises that come from the prophecy. Daniel, um, the next scripture we want to look at is Philippians uh, chapter 2, verse 5 through 11. And we're going to read today from the New Living Translation. Will you read? Yeah. Um, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form... He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of you know we were given Jesus Christ the son of God through a virgin birth born in a manger and he has dominion over all 
And what, what we are really told here is about the attitude. We all have to have the attitude that Jesus Christ had. And especially this time of year when we're talking about a season that is filled with love or some it's filled with bitterness, you know, but we must go into the season with the same attitude. And what was the attitude of Jesus? He was humble. He was very humble and he showed love to everybody that he came in contact with. And you see the stores filled today and, and the busyness and, you know, there's fights here and there's fights there because somebody got the last something that somebody else was wanting in the store. You know, it's just, it can be chaos, but you know, with the attitude that Christ had, that humbleness, that gentleness and tenderness is really what we have to have. And that's kind of our instruction on, on how to act and how to be thankful for God's Son. The Just a couple other things that uh, the second promise through the prophecy in Isaiah was an increase. And in verse 3, uh, it says, You will enlarge the nation of Israel and its people will rejoice. So there's going to be more people, there's going to be more joy, there's going to be more happiness. And again, the reason for the season, Christ coming as a Savior, it should be joyous above all. We should not go through, really, we should never go through and be less than joyous because of the gift we've been given. But there's just something about the season that's it kind of makes it magical. The last thing uh, is liberty and freedom. And this is kind of above all. For In verse 4, right before what we read, For you will break the yoke of their slavery and lift the heavy burden for their shoulders. You will break the oppressor's rod. The grace of God was given to break the chains and the sin of Satan. And that's what we're all about here. Not only is breaking chains a life group ministry, but Rush Church and the churches that celebrate Christ and really teach and preach what, what we're instructed to teach is for that freedom. God's grace through the birth, life, death, and resurrection freed everyone from the bondage of sin. And that's something to be, as we just got past Thanksgiving, that's really what we should be thankful for, above all. Uh, just my personal thought on uh, Philippians 2, 5 through 11 is... um. You know, he he could have very much said and took up the rein and say, well, I'm God, but he didn't. Like he says, he humbled himself and he gave up his divine privileges and he placed himself in the lowest possible spot. And look where that got him. It got him the highest honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he humbled himself in obedience 
to his father, right, our God, and died a criminal's death on a cross. It's pretty brutal. Do you have any thoughts on, on that scripture? I mean, the part that really sticks out to me is in verse 8, like Daniel said, in that he humbled himself in obedience to God. Jesus is the perfect example of what we should all strive to live our lives to be. And in this, we will never be able to be in, be like Jesus, be just like him, because he was perfect. But we are supposed to strive to be obedient to God, to be obedient to the Father, regardless of what the situation is. Yeah, the perfect lamb. And, uh, you know, I was just talking to Daniel's grandfather while we were home about the perfect lamb. And I'm glad that you said that, you know, accentuated the perfect piece because he was perfect. We'll never be perfect. We'll never be like him. There was only one. But even the death on the cross in, in that day, crucifixion, the, the death included the breaking of the legs because I, I, I guess to see if they were really dead. So they broke the two thieves' legs on the cross beside Jesus, but they did not break Jesus' legs. And the prophecy, we go back to the prophecy where it said, not one bone of his body will be broken. So it was prophesied the birth, the life, and the death, and the resurrection. Um, and uh, therefore we have a perfect Lamb of God, the, the Son that gives us the freedom of everlasting life. But we've talked about it week after week. God loved us is why he did it. And it's there for anybody to take just waiting for all of us. But it requires an action to step forth and go get what God's offering. Any closing comments, Daniel? Not that I uh, have, no. <laughs> Jenna? I don't think none that I haven't already said. As we embark upon the busy season of Christmas, we just have to remember the reason that this holiday is so special. We've talked about it. Christmas is when we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And without the birth, there would be no death on the cross that set us free from the darkness and the bondage of sin. Without Jesus, there's no glory, no redemption, no promise, and no hope. So I thank you too for being with us today. It was a pleasure having you back, Daniel. Hopefully uh, we'll see you soon on another podcast show. Hopefully. Jenna, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been our pleasure. Please remember to subscribe to The Breaking Chains um, in all of your favorite podcast services. You can visit our website at breakingchains.me. That's .me. And until the next time, God bless and prayers for everyone 
to have a fantastic week. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Breaking Chains. Be sure to head on over to our website at breakingchains.me. That's breakingchains.me and see all the good things that's going on over there. If you need prayer, you can submit your prayer request over there as well. And if you haven't done so, be sure to subscribe to our podcasts and daily devotions so that you can receive everything that the Lord gives us to share with you. Until the next time, God bless us all with the strength to break those chains.